They got a flag down. Oofside. Everyone but the center. Offense. Welcome to Oofsides. The boys are back. Wild card round is over. Who are you people? Hi, Garrett. Jack, unfortunately. <laughs> I am uh, Dewey, back by unpopular demand. Hell yeah. Uh, how'd you guys enjoy the wild card round? I liked uh, it a lot. A lot of games, good. not very close. <laughs> it was, it was yeah. Pretty good. This, uh, this could be considered agony. Yeah, there have been a lot of close wild card games for the last couple of years. There's only been no. a few. Well, yeah, this wild card round featured a lot of games that were just straight up blowouts from the start. It was yeah. shit. It was shit stomping. And the one that was close had the dumbest ending possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's get right into that first blowout, though. Uh, Jack, your Buffalo Bills. Um, no other way, word to describe it, but uh, shit stomped Dewey's Patriots, forty-seven Fucking to seventeen. Absolutely waffle stomped those boats. Waffle stomped. <laughs> that was that was twenty years of pent up anger building inside of that franchise just to just smash the shit out of that fucking team and i loved every second of it i this mean game... oh god I, I had a feeling going into that game that like the bills were going to win but jesus christ i could not have imagined that it would have gone as poorly as it did hey. like i think they're the the bills are the first team ever to go a whole game without punting, kicking a field goal, or turning the ball over. Yep. And the first team ever to score in their first seven possessions in the playoffs, all touchdowns. They had a literal perfect game. And and it was the most points that a Bill Belichick-coached Patriots team had ever allowed. Uh, Um, uh, Also, also Josh Allen had uh, more touchdowns (laughs) and incompletions. I mean, the Bills was... also never faced fourth down. Yeah. They also never punted the ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think what this game showed, mm. I mean, the Patriots definitely have potential going forward, but there's a lot of holes they need to address, especially after that game. But I think it also reaffirmed that, personally, I think the Bills are the best team in the AFC right now. They're playing, I, honestly, I think they're playing better football than anybody right now. If they if they get that if they play like this for the next three uh rounds, it's it's over. Ruin and they're playing a team they've already beaten this season. Yeah. That's the thing too with the Chiefs is like the Chiefs put up a lot of points on the Steelers, but they were dormant for a quarter and a half. And yeah. if they don't come out swinging against the Bills, like you're gonna find yourself in a in a deficit early if the Bills mm-hmm. are gonna roll like this. This game had a lot of uh, a lot of the same energy as like Big Brother beats up on Little Brother his whole life, and then Little Brother goes off to college for a couple of years and then comes back ripped and is like, "It's on now, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was my favorite. That was definitely my favorite Bills game of all time. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And the <laughs> thing so, about this no that happened that. Unless yeah, the thing about about this game that's really shocking is that the Patriots are they have one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. Um it, yeah. for it, count top, for the last few years and top the, five defensive unit all season and they blew the biggest wet fart perhaps in playoff history. Yeah. I mean, well they were they, looked, they were nowhere to be found this weekend. They, 
they looked old. I think that's the best way to describe them. Like a lot of their longtime players like Dante Hightower, they just looked like they couldn't keep up with the Bills. I think yeah. Hightower didn't even play. Oh, no, but, he had a couple tackles. But Judon wasn't really there. JC Jackson, who had been their lockdown corner all year, he didn't. He was getting cooked. By yeah, he, yeah, he digs ran all over him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they it was just as a whole. And, and he also got cooked by Dawson Knox. I mean, That's the offense didn't even do that bad. Like Mac had two picks, but he also threw for about 230 yards and threw for two touchdowns. Like offensively, it wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't enough to go out there and win a playoff game, especially with the way the defense played. Yeah. But what it also shows too. The Patriots, despite being okay on offense, they need a number one receiver incredibly bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Aguilar, it, it... I think, had one catch the whole game. I think Hunter Henry had one catch the whole game. I don't know if John Smith got all reception at all in that game. He's not on I mean, the uh, stat sheet, no. I mean, Kendrick Bourne was far and away the star of that game and has been the last couple weeks, but they desperately need a guy to lead that receiving core. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it goes to show that, like, even if they they turned things around, um, they're still they're still kind of a step away from being back. And so. they might as well try to improve the defense at this point with the way that went. Yeah. You're not going anywhere in the playoffs playing that like that. I was uh, I was at Supercross in Oakland while this game was happening, and I was like checking on my phone while we were there. And I remember like checking right as it had started on the way on the train there and it was like seven nothing i was like all right and then we get to we're sitting in the stands and i check the score and it's like like 30 god i can't remember it's like it was. 33 it was, to 3 or something yeah it, it and i was, was like oh no <laughs> yeah it, it, it went downhill fast yeah yeah this is a game where the bills came to play and they need that same energy to roll into arrow arrowhead for these oh. uh and whoever they face if they win that one out of the Bengals in a, a Titans matchup because I think mm-hmm. the Titans got the bye. So yeah, yeah they did. It kind of seemed Somehow. like the Patriots were hoping that what worked for them before was going to work again. Because obviously the 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 time they beat the Bills, they ran the ball basically every play of the game, but then they lost the game in Foxborough where there was I guess a more normal offense and it didn't seem well, like they really changed anything up at all. But they still well, hoped it was going to be enough to win and. Like, that's not how that works. Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys didn't have 50 mile an hour wins. And yeah, 17 Bills. passing yards. Yeah, and the Bills figured out actually how to run in the past few weeks. Yeah, because that's the thing also, is the Bills, they they kept a lot of their skill guys kind of fresh over the last few weeks. And now you have Devin Singletary's a legit threat on the ground alongside Josh Allen. You have Isaiah McKenzie sometimes, like, they're no longer just the Josh Allen show. Like Josh Allen is playing at like an MVP level right now, but he doesn't have to carry the team now. Mm -hmm. And it came at a really opportune time for the bills as well, because the Patriots, they've had a good passing defense this year, but the run defense has been struggling virtually the entire year. Yeah. I mean, they gave up, I think I like they beat the Titans earlier this year, but they gave up like 230 yards of, offense on the ground in that game like they've had trouble stopping the run all year and once they the bills got that going the floodgates just opened yeah yeah so the buffalo bills basically embarrass a uh or a team you know that 
you could say in a way represents America. Surely the most embarrassing loss (laughs) of the week for a team (laughs) that really represents the entire country, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where's America's team at? Uh, On the couch at home because the Cowboys lost to the 49ers 23 to 17. Good segue. Um, I believe last week I said that I was like, I'm picking the Cowboys, but I am scared of the 49ers. And this is why. And I picked them right. (laughs) I like I like how my stupid rant last week about they had like in like no shit fashion of like they have to win this game to move on, which no shit. But here's the thing. (laughs) Well, really, here's the thing. They didn't do that. It's going to win. Thanks, Booger. <laughs> you had one job. And what happened in this game? Because I didn't really get to watch a lot of it except for the last little bit. Uh, Bro, I here's... fucking. I watched every quarter except for the last quarter. Oh, you missed the best one. I know. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to take a fat nap because I woke up at 6 a.m. that so, day. The Niners uh, dominated those first three quarters. Yeah. Yep. And then Kyle Shanahan, being Kyle Shanahan, tried to throw the game away in the fourth quarter but mike mccarthy was like no i insist please (laughs) after you um shout out to uh rich eisen who all season was saying that like the thing that always is the downfall of the cowboys is terrible coaching in big spots and they always get in the way of themselves and what the fuck happened today (laughs) oh you know 14 penalties Uh, in a playoff game randy gregory just tackling offensive lineman all day for no reason and then he finally started getting penalized for it at the end of the game uh dak has not played well for the last like two months but every doesn't he have like a calf injury or some shit he did and then he since he's come back to that he had like one good game and then he's just struggled since then yeah and ezekiel elliott really didn't do much of anything either I, i guess it came out a couple days ago that he played the whole season on on a torn pcl yeah, Jesus but Christ. he even despite that, he Tony Pollard kind of outperformed him. I think the second half of this I season, mean, Tony Pollard has been outperforming him for yeah. probably fucking two years now. Honestly, like I know you're you're paying a Z- Zeke a lot of money, but like Tony Pollard is super underrated. Hurt? Maybe you should play people who are healthy and let these guys heal because that totally didn't derail. My other favorite team this season. Um, Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. So uh, the Cowboys, like they do, came out completely flat uh, against the 49ers because honestly, the 49ers are the team out of the NFC West that I fear the most in the playoffs. Like they're to me, they are the most legit team. Um, And we'll get into the other two later. Except for the. Well, the, the quarterback play. They've just been injured all over the place for two years now. They're finally starting to get healthy again. Yeah is that the the 49ers record coming into the playoffs looks very deceiving because it makes them look like they're the one that's like having to fight their way through every round. But they've played a lot of close games with a lot of big teams this year and had potential to to run up with the Rams and Cardinals. And we'll get to that in a minute. But I mean, really shitty start to the season. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah, the Niners, they had they had the Green Bay game. That win was in hand. And then, you know, Rodgers did Rodgers things. And we'll see if they can do that again this weekend. And they have the the close game with the Titans. They've had a lot of close games, but they managed to win all the right ones. Yeah, I will say this about Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he he has these weird 
spurts where he just kind of looks like he forgets how to play quarterback for a quarter. Yeah, and that weird. happened in the fourth quarter this week. But like when he's on, this team is unstoppable, dude. Yeah, like it's crazy to think about two months ago where th- this team was like, who the fuck is going to play quarterback? Because like Trey Lance is hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo looks like shit. And then <laughs> and then he just turned it around. Yeah, um, I believe the Niners were six and zero in the regular season when he did not commit a turnover. Yeah, yeah, something like and, that. And like only four and seven when he committed at least one. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um. So basically, the first three quarters of this game was all 49ers. Tons of Cowboys penalties. Um. Crowning achievement of the Cowboys in this game was they ran a fake punt, and got it. Like it was a great fake punt, and then uh-huh. McCarthy just like left Brian Anger in the special teams for uh, squad out there until the <laughs> clock ran like to like 10 seconds. And then they tried to shuttle the offense in as if they were going to run a play on first down with Brian Anger, the punter under center. And he was trying to catch the 49ers off guard. And Kyle Shanahan was like, what the fuck are you doing? And then they got a delay of game penalty, which then meant they had first and 15. And then they punted. At the end of that drive. That might have been like one of the stupidest things I've ever seen on a football field. I have Um, to say, shout out to Brian Anger, though, for hitting the Jumbotron with a punt in that game. Yeah, it's it's definitely not the stupidest thing in this game. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, So that happened. Fucking Christ. Uh, It was 23 to 7 going into the fourth quarter. And then the Cowboys clawed their way back in. And then as if Kyle Shanahan has like an aversion to just winning playoff or winning games when he has a lead was like, no, 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 Mike, after you, after they forced a turn or basically they got the ball back on fourth down from the Cowboys with like two minutes left. And then the Cowboys stopped them on fourth down, except Randy Gregory decides to just straight up fucking tackle one of the old linemen, which gives them a penalty, gives them a fresh set of downs, which means it chews up all the Cowboys' fucking timeouts. They face fourth and one again. And because Kyle Shanahan just can't call a QB sneak, they motion Trent Williams, the fucking O-lineman, who never motions, and they get called for a fucking false start because it's like, you got this right, which gives the Cowboys the ball back and then sets up. Actually, no. No, because then they go into prevent Except the Cowboys are in a situation where they have like 70 yards to go and no timeouts. So what do you do? Oh, we're going to guard the middle of the field. That's what we're going to do. The Cowboys pick up like 60 yards in like four plays. Just free yardage, stopping the clock every time. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, Patriots fans know something about Kyle Shanahan blowing games. Oh my God. (laughs) But then... uh. Mike McCarthy decided he was not going to be upstaged in this. Oh my god! Fest. When with 14 seconds left, they ran a quarterback draw up the middle of the field with no timeout. Dak just took off running down the middle of the field and slid about 20 yards down the field. Uh, and, and then, then gave the, the ball to the scrambled. lineman instead of the ref. He gives the ball to the lineman, which the rule, the way yeah, the ref has usually, to place it. Yeah, so the way they'll usually handle this, Mike Pereira talked about this this week, is that in these situations, they tell the refs, don't worry about the spot, just touch the ball, let them snap it, and we'll re-spot it on second down. That's all that matters. So, Mm -hmm. Cowboys fans want to be like, why was the back judge, like, 30 yards away? I don't know, maybe because he wasn't expecting a quarterback draw with 14 (laughs) seconds left! 
<laughs> are you oh, I, I, I don't know how they're also expecting referees to like move down yeah. the field that fast these dudes are like their 40s and 50s and so, 60s like you can't just expect them to run as fast as fucking Dak Prescott's going to so it's this like, bad fucking scramble and like the center has spotted the ball Dak's lined up under him and the fucking and the ref has to ref pick like, it up and move it because the runs... center put it in the wrong place <laughs> yeah like... and the fucking time runs out before they snap the ball game over 23 I think, I think they actually had like they actually I think they did they snap the ball before they I think they might have snapped the ball but then Daka spiked it. Yeah, they might have snapped so. it with a second left, but either yeah. way, there was not enough time to run another play. Yeah. I just don't get why you would at least try to, you know, do a pass play, gain maybe <laughs> 10, 15 yards, run out of bounds like you had done the entire drive before that, and it was fucking working because the Niners decided, you know what? We're not going to stop them anymore. Yeah. And then let's run it up the middle, was... which is the one place you cannot go in a situation. They like just that. let they just let fate oh. take over in that oh situation. Oh my god! It was like, are we meant to win this game? And Mike McCarthy said yes. I, I just, oh. I just wonder, like, was that McCarthy's call? Was that Kellen Moore's call? Did Dak call an audible? Like, what the hell happens there? Whoever called it, like. Even if it is Kellen Moore, if you're Mike McCarthy, you have to come over the headset and be like, yeah. what the fuck are you talking about? Or or Dak, like, are you oh fucking stupid? Why would we do a quarterback draw right here? We're not going to be able to run out of the play. Like, the, thing, the only way football. that would have worked is yep. if you ran it all the way to the end zone. It only, um, this only happens with Mike McCarthy teams, the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. Dan Orlovsky was talking about this this week where he was like, what they teach you as a quarterback is like 16 seconds. When you reach 16 seconds, no running at all absolutely and they did this with 14 left and even then he's like he's like they clearly weren't ready because he took it through like step by step in a situation where you have to do that is if you get to a point where you have to snap it or and you have to spike it you start calling out like 911 everybody get ready that's this the call and he's like all the receivers are like standing around like what the fuck are we doing like they weren't expecting Dak to take off running up the middle of the field like like, everything just went wrong on that last play. I don't understand what the fuck the play call was. Like, why? And if that was on Kellen Moore, now you got oh a bunch boy. of teams interviewing him for head coaching openings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Well, so here's but... where it gets even worse. So, I think Mike McCarthy took credit for it after the game or whatever. And as Dak later apologized for this, but they basically blamed the refs and everything. And it was oh, like... God, that was stupid. No, that was that your was... fault, dumbasses. Oh, and but, then he kind of did that. He said that weird thing about like fans throwing shit. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, classy fans, of course. Yeah, and then they were like, the reporter was like, I think they were they were mad at the refs, and then he said like more power to him or something like yeah. that. And like the Which, NBA referee association got mad at them before the NFL referee association yeah. did. <laughs> Which is like the most out of character thing for Dak Prescott to say. Which that's what he apologized for. And I believe um, he got fined for it today. Probably, but. Uh. <sighs> The thing that's idiotic about this is it's like Kellen Moore is supposed to be this hot coaching prospect, which Jerry Jones doesn't want to lose. But you also have Dan Quinn who turned this Cowboys defense into something fucking scary, dude. Oh boy, did he ever. And it's either like you keep McCarthy and lose one or both of them, or you fire McCarthy and you make either Quinn or Kellen Moore your head coach and keep one or both of them. And it looks like they're going to stick with McCarthy, which means they're probably going to lose both of them. So because somebody's going to hire Dan Quinn. Uh, uh, any, it can only end well with that one. 
Uh, I do not trust Dan Quinn. Pass up Dan Quinn. This I do. I still do not trust Dan Quinn enough. I know he 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 revitalized that fucking uh, defense, but I think he's just. I think he's good as a defensive coordinator and not a head coach. Well, see, here's the thing with Dan Quinn. Watch me be wrong in a year, and he will (laughs) go fucking uh, sixteen and one, and I'll fucking eat bees. Yeah, the thing with Dan Quinn is, if he becomes a head coach again, if his offensive coordinator is literally anybody but Kyle Shanahan, I think he'll do a good job. Yeah. Maybe. Well, well, the thing with Shanahan is, like, because Shanahan was there for the 2016 uh, Falcons, which, like, that was a great team. They just made some Very baffling good. decisions down the down the stretch. It was Shanahan left, and Dan Quinn is not an offensive-minded head coach, and they couldn't really find somebody to replace him. But, yeah, if he can find another a great Offense coordinator, like I still think Dan Quinn could be an all right coach, but I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Who knows? But But, people are knocking on his fucking door now, that's for sure. (laughs) Just the the lasting image of this entire game though, the way that whole thing went down, the Nickelodeon broadcast (laughs) as the final credits were rolling, putting the horns in the smoke on Mike McCarthy (laughs) as the broadcast ended. That is is, incredible is the most brutal. It's it just fits so well to how that game ended. Yeah, I gotta I gotta read you guys the text conversation it's, between me and my dad because oh yeah, my shout dad shout out to Dak for winning MVP despite losing. Yeah, same thing as Mitch Trubisky last year. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so I text my dad is like a lifelong Cowboys fan, and I'm so I yeah. Um, and then that's how I became this. So I texted him, nothing like running a QB sneak with 14 seconds left and no timeouts, LOL. Easily the most Cowboys way to lose a game I've ever seen. And he just said, they deserve to lose. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, what is it with NFC East coaches and running quarterback sneaks at times you shouldn't? Yeah. Yes. Oh, what was the one? I read it last season. The one that my dad sent to me where he said, we're Browns fans for now. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh my god. The thing yeah. that I wonder though is regardless of how that, you know, how that whole thing went, like have the Cowboys as they're assembled now are have they hit their ceiling already? Like can they get any further than this with the way that they're they're built? This is the thing. Maybe. I think the roster's fine. The things that confuse me Nobody likes to talk about that Dak comes up flat in big games all the time, but nobody talks about it because it's more fun to make fun of the entire Cowboys team. As a yeah. Whole. Oh, yeah, of course. It, it but like, fun. what's the big team? What's the big game that Dak has won? Because like the Cowboys have like two games against teams with winning records over the last three years. Like huh. what? What's the I mean, yeah, they had he had a great game against the Bucks this year, which they lost. But they lost. <laughs> you know like I, mean, I don't know what it is but then you've also had two coaches back to back who are notable for you know terribly utilizing all of their talented players yeah. so i don't know what the, know what the fuck it is Honestly, i don't know three. how you go forward with mccarthy after this year i would say three you could group wade phillips in there too at this point yeah yeah actually yeah yeah, yeah. pretty pretty much since barry switzer resigned at this point yeah, honestly, you could fuck, you could put Barry Switzer in that category. <laughs> <laughs> that was a team that won a, a Super Bowl in spite of their coach. Okay, so literally every coach in their history except Tom Landry and Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, it's like yes. you had Landry, and then Jerry Jones pissed off Jimmy Johnson. 
God, that's a lot of J's. And then they've they've literally just been trying to find his replacement since then. Yep, Jimmy Johnson uh, famously fired from a Super Bowl winning team and then became a seven time NASCAR Cup Series <laughs> champion. Yeah. Fuck off! Wait, what, wait, a, wait, what, wait. A, what a what a career! I've never you know, actually looked it up. Why the fuck did Jimmy Johnson get fired from that team? He and Jerry Jones just didn't see eye to eye. Oh, um, that makes sense. It was a thing where it was world. like Jerry wanted to take credit for all the championships, and Jimmy was like, <laughs> "Bitch, what?" <laughs> it, it was a similar situa- situation to what happened a couple weeks ago between Brian Flores and the Dolphins owner minus the championships. Uh, yeah. Or uh, uh, imagine like when Phil Jackson was in the Bulls. How yeah, it was like yeah. they had put together the greatest the team of all Cross. time. And he was like, I don't care if we go 82-0. and 0, I'm fucking quitting at the end of this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. That's awesome. <laughs> Hard as oh, fuck. Cowboys. Yeah. What would we do without them? I'd if they bring be a us lot happier endless, without them. So. They bring us endless joy. Yeah. And laughter. one last note about this season in the Cowboys. Shout out to Trevon Diggs for getting the most interceptions of any player this season while allowing the most yards. How is he an all-pro? Dude. How is he an all-pro? Because if he doesn't (laughs) stop them, he catches... If he doesn't stop them, he either catches the ball... If he doesn't get a pick, he gives up a touchdown. He's a first fucking all-pro team. What the fuck? He is a a three-true-outcome style hitter. He's just Jameis Winston in 2019. <laughs> he really is a cornerback. He's got a point. Oh, my oh. God. I hate this. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> How about yeah. them Niners? God. Oh, yeah, no, man. I I was like, when I found out that the Cowboys were playing the 49ers in the first round, I was like, well, good one. <laughs> you, like, basically, no way. you drew the worst matchup, I think. Yeah. I well, think the 49ers have, a... have taken the title from the Colts as the team nobody wants to face right now. So. I think they would have had an easier time with the Rams than the Niners. Yeah, honestly. Maybe. Yeah. And speaking of the Rams, they... Uh... We we should not go into that because that's Monday. Oh, shit, that's right. Yeah, You know Monday, who did win a playoff game? Now. We're leaving that to last. You know who yeah. did win a playoff game, though? Ah, uh, yeah, they did. The Cincinnati Bengals. We can finally send text messages about the Bengals winning a playoff game. It's oh, happened, man. Hell has frozen over. Oh my god! Honestly, you can yeah. you can just say any form of messaging outside of sending a letter has never said. Well, oh, actually, no, emails probably existed back then. No, wait, did eh. fucking uh, pagers exist then? Yeah, yeah, pagers did exist. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so we'll there's like. That. A tweet, a Discord message, a Facebook post, an uh, Instagram, anything, an AIM message. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jesus fucking Christ, that's an old one. I'm sure there was nothing controversial that happened in this game either, right? Let's go oh, check the oh. second quarter. <laughs> so, uh, the the play of this game was uh, basically it was right before half. Burrow rolling out to his right. They're at like the thirty or forty yard line. And he's about he is about to step out of bounds when he throws to the end zone where I believe it was Tyler Boyd caught it. No, it wasn't Tyler Boyd. Um, I think it was Uzoma. I know it was either Uzoma or Boyd Um, catches it for a touchdown, but a whistle was blown midair. So the official standing right there on the fucking sideline was like, yeah, he stepped out of bounds, even though he was like two feet away from stepping out of bounds before the ball was out of his hands. Um, God. And it became this situation where the touchdown stood, but 
you couldn't like rule this without fucking one of the two teams over. Exactly. Like, because if you so, if yeah, if you ruled incomplete, you fuck over the Bengals because he wasn't out of bounds. Yeah. But you let it stand, then you're screwing over the Raiders because then you, a touchdown was caught after a whistle was blown. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they stepped on their own feet and but couldn't get other, out of it. They kind of yeah. tied their hands there with that one. Exactly. As that said, but, you're not going to make thing, everyone happy in that situation. And the thing that Mike Pereira talked about that he was really upset with is that because of the rule book, a player stepping out of bounds, like that's not a, or like, were they out of bounds before they threw the ball or something? Or it was like an erroneous whistle or something. It isn't reviewable. He's like, when the yeah. official blows the whistle, it's dead. It's done. He's ruled out of bounds. You can't review that. That's the ruling on the field to then go back and say, well, it was an erroneous whistle. Well, it wasn't. He blew it with intention. He was just wrong. And that so there shouldn't even be a review or a play after that, because yeah. by the rules of football, that catch didn't happen because <laughs> it, it just doesn't exist. And, yeah. you, and it was a you, great play, too. Yeah. That he continued that play and threw on the run like that. It was a fantastic play by Burrow. It just technically by the rules shouldn't have counted. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And the the rule that they invoked was that, oh, well, a whistle was or was an erroneous whistle, which implies that it was blown on accident. And it's like, but that's not what happened. It's, it's also still that's a literally whistle. not what happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you're just changing what like it. If it's we could debate that it's a bad rule, which I'm not arguing in favor that like, oh, the Raiders got fucked over here. Like it was an unfortunate play for both teams. But the rule says that it should have been. That was the end of the yeah. down or the end of the play. And then it's second down. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Good thing this game wasn't settled by a touchdown. Oh, right? yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, though, the Raiders, not just in this game, but the whole season, played their heart out with everything that they had happened to them. Yeah, oh, that absolutely. team should have not made the playoffs. I mean, Gruden too. resigning, the the whole thing with Ruggs, they had the issue with Arnett. I mean, their, like, their identity, John Madden passed. Like, yep. the amount Insane. of things that they had to endure and they still made it this far. And you know what? If that ruling had been overturned, they damn well could have won that game. Yeah. But yeah. the part that Agony. I think it's it's not even just about the game at this point, the fact that they did all of that, they made the playoffs for the first time in six years. There's all this momentum that's there. And then they fired their general manager after conducting an interview with somebody else for a position uh... that wasn't even vacant yet. I, I don't I don't like the firing of Mayock at all. I mean, uh, the tr- their drafting <laughs> has been hit or miss, but yeah, well, because that's the crazy thing so. is their first round picks have been bad. Everything yeah. after that's been awesome. Yeah. They got Mayock in what the fifth round, insane. I think. Yeah, Mayock's and, responsible and for yeah for Max Crosby. Pretty sure Josh Jacobs. Well, it's uh, like Jacobs was I think late first round. Rudin gone differently if Gruden wasn't there trying to put his own opinion in there. Like would, would they have taken Cleveland Farrell in the first round in the top five? If John Gruden wasn't in Mayock's ear telling him what to do, perhaps like, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to judge that. Yeah. We probably will never know. I mean, I think Mayock could get another job somewhere. Maybe he'll go back to TV, but I think either way he got fired way sooner than he should have. There's some garbage fucking GMs getting 
uh, kicked out. And there's some other openings, too. The Vikings and Bears both have openings. He could go to the fucking New York Giants. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Gettleman retired. There's definitely opportunities. Retired is a funny way of saying fired, but... um, Yeah. Refired. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That upsets me the most about this is that means that Versace is not keeping his job, which is a fucking crime. Yeah. Dude. Oh, absolutely. He has done an awesome job keeping He's his done team together. So good. And I saw that there was a post as well. Apparently, after the game, he like hand wrote a letter to every single yeah. player on the team, thanking them for all their contributions in the season. Like genuinely good guy. guy. How do you not Damn. keep him around either? God, it just That's pisses brutal. me off that like you finally have some upwards momentum, and, and then like, you get rid eh. of the people that got it to you, got it for you. That's Why? Raiders football, man. That's Raiders football. It is so, so frustrating. I'm I'm glad I'm not a Raiders fan because I've <laughs> ripped it with the uh, way the last five days have gone. Yeah. But so. even with that, I still think they're on an upward trajectory. They if but if they do decide to move on from Basachi, they need to nail their next head coaching hire. Yeah. I just yeah. They, it just upsets me that it's like, man, this this team felt special. Like, I didn't think they were going to go. I didn't even think they were going to win a playoff game. That but was just the fact that they were and, there. Uh, and, and it was the Bengals in the playoffs, too. Um, I think yeah. the Raiders being good is good for football. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So. Frustrating way to end it. But, like, the fact that they only lost. I'm pretty sure this was this outside the Cowboys game, the closest loss of the, the week. So uh-huh. they showed fight. But they unfortunately, did. they were just a little. Just one yard short. But but yeah. shout out to the Bengals for finally getting it done as well. Like they did something, yeah. Yep. I they think won. regardless of who won, there was a good story out of that game. Yeah. 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 So, uh, a game that was not uh, at all close, unlike that one. The Buccaneers rolled over the Eagles, thirty-one fifteen. Uh, the Eagles once again kings of garbage time because uh, <laughs> they were down thirty-one nothing for almost all of this game. There's a point where the Buccaneers had 200 and something yards to the Eagles 12. So, I yeah. Have a question. Yes. How the fuck did the Eagles make the playoffs? I don't know. Because everyone else is bad. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. This team. I mean, who's atrocious. behind them? This, yeah, yeah. Oh, you got the Saints. Uh, never mind. Uh, yeah, that's the thing when you expand to seven is like there are so many buff teams in that conference. But yeah. then when you get to seven and six and seven, it's like the you start I getting hate... an iffy territory. The there are some them... years where that's going to look good. And there are some years where it's going to look terrible. I just, yeah. the seven seed is so dumb to me. There's only one team getting a buy. And it's just, ugh. Well, in both seven seeds this week got I feel railed. Like, yeah. I feel like they just need to go down. Nah, I don't know if they should go down. I feel like there needs to be the top two teams should be uh having a buy. I, I don't think know how that's going to work, but uh, I'm not, you know, person in charge. Of that, so. I think the craziest stat, maybe even ahead of all the stuff from the Bills game, that including the playoffs, the Eagles were 9-2 and this year against teams that did not make the playoffs, and they were 0-7 against teams that did. Yeah. Uh... Like, they were the least playoff playoff team, perhaps, ever. Yeah, like it, it's cool for a team that coming into the season, everybody was like, oh, everything's terrible to make the playoffs. <laughs> and like, especially with Hertz for first full time season and and Sirianni's first year. But it was like they got fucking pulverized into the ground. Yeah, and it's and it's just they were only there because like 
nobody else really wanted it. Yeah. Like the Saints didn't want it. The Vikings especially didn't want it. The Bears didn't want it. And arguably those three teams, I think, could have beaten the Eagles. But just the seventh seed just ended up being pretty bad this year. Uh, Shout out to first round draft pick Jalen Rager having one reception for two yards. Over Austin (laughs) Jefferson, uh, literally one of the most, uh, he he was the, was he the first ever? Was he the first uh, wide receiver picked in that draft? I believe Uh, Ruggs was. He was either him or Judy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah Rager got over Justin Rager had, Jefferson. Uh, just oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it reminds me of how the Patriots picked Nikhil Harry before uh, Debo Samuel. <laughs> Oof. But, um, but the Jalen Rager had fewer reception yards or receiving yards over the entire season than Henry Ruggs did up until when he was arrested. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Ruggs was drafted twelfth. Judy fifteenth. Uh, the Eagles wanted cd lamb but the cowboys took him at 17 so they were like okay we'll take rager at 21 and then justin jefferson went with the next pick and brandon Ayuk. so you have henry ruggs who was developing into a star uh jerry judy who's been pretty good cd lamb who's been awesome uh justin jefferson who was a pro bowler as a rookie and brandon Ayuk is having a great career so far oh yeah also taken after him were t higgins uh michael pittman Chase Claypool, Van Jefferson, uh, Gabe Davis is in there. Yeah, Devin Duvernay, Gabe Davis. Christ. Yeah, it was uh, that's, great pick. Oh, that's Donovan right. Peoples Jones taken down in the sixth Oof. round. Yeah, that was a steal for the Browns down there. <laughs> yeah, it was. So, uh, well, Jalen that... Rager with a whopping uh, two hundred and eighty yards this season. Don't worry, the Eagles are gonna um going to draft a, a first round wide receiver and and fail on that one too i want to see how many they've done because there's Aguilar, there's rager there's somebody else they've taken recently too i don't I think maybe uh, jeremy macklin in the last 10 years he... no macklin was around and with like andy reed's teams but yeah. i don't get some of their personnel decisions because that receiving nope. core had been struggling all year and the guy that led the team in receiving last year travis fulgham got cut in the preseason yeah that like, and like even what? going back to last year's draft where it was like, hey, you made the playoffs with Carson Wentz. Oh, yeah. Like you have no skill position players. What should we take with our with our second round pick? I don't know. A quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and, oh, what? Wentz is upset and now he's playing like shit. And now Wentz is gone. <laughs> and it's like, I and think it turns out that Jalen yeah. Hurts is probably not that guy. And, uh, like and Jalen Hurts is all right. But like, not great. He's was not a it, franchise quarterback. I don't think. Was it worth disassembling your entire team be- for him? It's yeah. hard. To, it's hard to tell if like. I'm I'm curious how they would have done if the only difference was Wentz on this team instead of Hurts, and everyone else was the same. Would they have made the playoffs? Uh, uh, no. And, and to Probably me, that is not. a really really tough question to answer. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I think part of the reason, like, I don't think Wentz is great, but you look at, like, who were the receivers with Wentz in 2020? Or, like, their O-line was terrible, and he got sacked like crazy, and he was just playing awful. And it was like, we gotta fucking support your dude instead of drafting competition, uh, you know, for somebody whose ego is already a little damaged from having Nick Foles come in and steal your thunder. And then... 
who's reportedly kind of sensitive. Which is yeah. ironic because he got traded to a team that forced their last franchise quarterback into retirement early because of the same thing. Yeah. Reminder, fuck the Colts yeah. and they deserve to lose on... Uh, well, even if you look at Wentz when he played in Indy this year, I mean, the run game was do- was what dominated the offense over there. So yeah. he the wasn't Eagles even had, that... Yeah. They had one of the best rushing attacks in the entire league, but passing, it, it was rough. Yeah, they yeah. they were not good passing here at all. And, and it's hard to tell if this is one of those teams that can build on this, like the Raiders, or if this was some, like, fool's gold year where they're going to sink to like two and 15 next year. I'm like, there's so the many question marks over there. <laughs> I'm going to guess they're not going to have more than twins this year. I think yeah, I have no idea. Have... Um, we should probably talk about the Buccaneers. Yeah, um, they did. They dominated. It's not that. Yeah, much. actually, there's really not much to say. Like, yeah, moving well, right along. I mean, the Bucks didn't escape without their own issues though i mean oh true they're they're starting i think right tackle tristan Wirfs. he got injured in that game they're starting yep. center ryan jensen got injured oh, in that yeah. game uh fournette hasn't come back yet godwin's still out for the season i mean they if that old line isn't healthy by sunday they're gonna have a really hard time with the rams yeah yeah Probably. so like good good <laughs> win for the bucks but not without some problems Yep. Yeah. So if they're going on their like their second or third uh string lineman uh against Aaron Don- Donald, it's gonna be fun. That's for and sure. Vaughn Miller. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. We'll so. get to them in a second, but uh one more game uh from the Sunday endeavors. Mm, boy. Mm. Yeah. What a, I'm sure what a joy of a game this was. Somebody it's almost a repeat of earlier. Finally took out the Steelers. Thank Fucking Christ. Although Imagine. the idea of Ben Roethlisberger being forced to play another game when he clearly doesn't want to and he just wants to retire <laughs> is really funny. Like it is, that, He deserves it. Fuck you, you rapist. That episode <laughs> of South Park where they're playing Little League and none of them want to anymore and they're yeah. like, we're going to lose. And they're like, no, we're going to lose. And they can't lose. That's like Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger. He's like, do. please, I don't want to play football anymore. And, and the rest of the team's like, AFC Championship, here we come. I do want to point out, if the Chargers and Raiders had agreed to tie in Week 18 so that they would both make the playoffs, Ben Roethlisberger's Steelers' career would have ended by mutual consent. Thanks, Stanley! (laughs) That's a rare one. Uh, Yeah. Uh, All I know is that it would have been a lot more fun if the, the Chargers were in the playoffs. Well, um, well, that's the thing. Is like, can you imagine what this game could have been for the Chiefs oh, if yeah. they had to face like the Chargers, the Raiders in the first round? Then they, have, I think, I think they had to. They would have. The Chiefs would have had to play the Raiders, right? Yeah, if and they that would Chiefs not have the gone well at all for the, the Chargers. Would have had to play the Bills. So that and, been... you, and you know those division matchups are always wonky. So well, yeah, but, yeah, but the last time the Raiders played the Chiefs, they lost by even more than the Steelers did. Yeah, that yeah. is fair. That was an go. absolute curb stomping, Awful worse than jump. the Patriots and Bills game went. I will say one thing. Ugh, God, I'm tired. Uh, they split time of possession right down the middle, which is kind of funny. Um, the Steelers scored first because of a TJ Watt uh, oh, yeah, scoop right. and score. Um, and then the Chiefs scored 35 points in about 10 and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I believe it was of all the 
quarterbacks to throw five touchdowns in a playoff game, Mahomes had the fewest time between those five touchdowns. Yeah. It was like I think it was like eleven minutes of game time he threw all five of them. Something like that. It was ridiculous. His stat line is fucking stupid. 30-39, 404 yards, five touchdowns and a pick. Uh, like, shout out to Ben Roethlisberger for having, um, what is it, 29 completions, I believe. 29-44 for 215 yards. Wow. Like, that, that's the thing about the Chiefs, and I wanted to touch on that when we were mentioning the Bills beating them earlier, is they may look dormant at times, but if they get going at all, they are going to curb stomp the shit out of you <laughs> And when you look up, you're not even going to know what happened, and you're going to be down by 20. Yeah. The way they can just rip off points and touchdowns like that is unlike really anything I've ever seen. Yeah, and my yeah my Steelers worst... looked good at first. It it got ugly fast. Yeah, that's my biggest worry for this uh, this game with the Bills and Chiefs coming up that we'll talk about in a bit is that they'll pull a Texans moment and get out front, and then the Chiefs will just have an insurmountable rally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just... I think the difference between that, though, is the Bills have the potential to just keep going. Or sustain yeah. a rally like that. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite thing about the Steelers offense, though, this year is every play is like Roethlisberger takes way too much time. All the O-line is collapsing, and then he goes, here, Najee, you take it! And then he like flips it to Najee Harris, who gets fucking killed in the backfield. Poor Najee Harris. I don't know. Does not deserve that team. I don't know how Najee Harris didn't get injured this year because I, I feel like either. every time I watched the Steelers, he was just getting yeah. blown up by five. I feel guys. like he was getting fucking like checked down every time I was watching the <laughs> Steelers game. It was miserable. That guy took a beating this year. That was. I feel like that that Steelers team might have been one of the most boring fucking teams I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it was just so miserable to watch. How that. how they how won the nine games? I have no happen? idea. I don't know. You can blame the Bills partially. Yep. Thanks, Jack. Agony. And also the Titans. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So I don't I don't want to. And also John Harbaugh for going for two for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, and it would have been that... the Ravens against the Chiefs in a rematch in a game that the Ravens had won before if yeah. that he had gone for the extra point. That was a that was a much healthier Ravens team at that time though. So oh finally, somebody killed the zombie Steelers um, and another team that had been living on borrowed time for quite a while. That's the Arizona Cardinals as they fell to the Rams 34 to 11. That this score an is ugly loss, though. ugly loss for the Cardinals. I don't know if I ever wow. said it on the show, but I have thought for months that the Cardinals were frauds. Me and, too. Uh, I've thought I've... about it. I feel a little validated. DeAndre Hopkins is the MVP of that team. They fell apart after he got hurt. Yeah. And that's kind of a testament to why I don't think this team was really that good. Because if you lose one player and then the whole offense just stops functioning, you're not a very good team. Yeah. I don't think that Cliff Kingsbury is a good head coach at all. He's bad. There's... There's a stat where after week seven in his career across college and the NFL, he's like... 16 and 47. Yeah, it's ridiculous how bad he is in second half of the season. Yeah. And how you managed to make a college Patrick Mahomes be under 500 is <laughs> is quite something, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, the Big 12 at that time was a bloodbath, but that's with how like, with how explosive that Texas Tech offense was, it shouldn't have gone that way. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 
the, the the play from this game that really catches my eye um, <laughs> oh, is when oh. the Cardinals were backed up to like their own one and Murray scrambling around trying to look for somebody to throw to and and mid mid getting tackled just tosses the ball to whoever's standing over there nope. and the defender picks him off like at the one and, and takes him back for like the the shortest pick six in playoff history. It's it's like you watched Carson Wentz throw the best pick six of all time earlier. Sorry, the smartest pick six of all time earlier this season. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but in this situation, Kyler didn't realize that a safety actually didn't really kill them because you were already losing like thirty to ten. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, I can't necessarily fault him for that because if he didn't throw that ball up, it was going to be a safety with the Rams getting the ball back immediately. Like the with yeah. with the way that play transpired, there really wasn't anything else he could do. And with the way that game had already been going, I think if they had given up the safety, the Rams would have marched right down the field and scored again. So in a way, they may have actually saved themselves two points. I'm sure that really. It's a- that's a, that really made I the hate, difference in a game yeah. that they lost by 23. No, 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 no. It wouldn't have made a damn difference. I get what, di- I get what you're saying, difference. but you, you're, you can take more of a chance by taking that safe. Yeah. There's they didn't lose by 25, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but there's more <laughs> outcomes. Another reason, the reason why they were backed up is that the Cardinals defense actually stopped the Rams once, and that's why but they then, were in the, on the but one. But then their punter, because uh, God born is a god. Yeah. Just punts it and he lands right at the down one. to the one. Yeah, yeah. No. Johnny Hecker, pretty good. Yeah. yeah, highest paid punter in the NFL, I think, for good reason. Yeah. Should for be a good reason. Yeah. Um, here's some stats for you though. Uh, let's see. Oh, for nine on third down for the Cardinals. Um, That's 183 bad. total yards. Uh, 122 passing oh. yards. 61 rushing yards. Um, the Rams had just under double the yards per play that the Cardinals did. And OBJ had more passing yards than Kyra Murray at halftime. <laughs> I think all the way up to like almost the end of the third quarter. Uh, too. Yeah. Fucking oh, Christ. So, yeah. And, and hopefully Buda Baker is uh, recovering. Well, yeah, he, that yeah. play Fuck, was, about that. that was bad. He yeah. Got clapped dude. Fuck. Yeah. So a lot of questions for the, uh, for the Cardinals after this season is Kyler Murray the answer is Cliff Kingsbury your coach I think um, Kyler, Lee... Kyler is good he just oh needs my god Andy Lee had 90 more yards of punting than oh. Kyler Murray had passing oh that's not good oh not great five yeah, punts the... for 241 yards and I think I think the Cardinals need to invest more like not even the offensive line but that receiving core like yeah, you have Hopkins, you have Christian Kirk, but like if those two aren't getting it done, I mean, sure Zach Ertz is there, but who else can you turn to? Uh, AJ Green, AJ was Green, a factor, yeah, right, he's, cooked. he's done. Yeah, it's AJ Green he left, good. Yeah, AJ cut. Green left the Bengals to go Ooh. somewhere else to win a playoff game. <laughs> they won the team he left won a playoff game, and the team he went to did not. Uh, That's brutal. AJ Green was having like a good season and then he had that play where he kind of just forgot he was playing football against the Packers and then that, that was the I game losing interception. And since just, then he's done nothing. I think that completely killed all of his like uh I think he retired from football, too. but I don't think he realized that he's still out on the field. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that that was a whole changing point in really the Cardinals season, honestly. Yeah. Besides that, the uh, Cowboys game, they uh, really didn't do anything else the rest of the season. And yeah. we've already gone through the issues with the Cowboys. So honestly, at this point, how impressive was that win really? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well. Who uh, knows? Good old Cardinals. Good old Cliff Kingsbury football. And that was the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. Whoa, football. F- football happened. Whoa. Yeah, a lot um, more uh a lot more head coaching interviews this week. For a multitude of teams. Yeah. Uh, the, the the Texans interviewed Josh McCown today. Dude for their yeah. please. There needs <laughs> to be something so likable about the Texans. Absolutely. Hey, whoa. There is something like bull about the Texans. It's what called Davis Mills. Oh, true. yeah, let <laughs> Davis Mills, the general Davis Mills, baby. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Gerard May was interviewed with a couple teams. Dan Quinn's interviewed. I think Kellen Moore interviewed with the Vikings yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I think the Packers' offensive coordinator has gone around a little bit. Yeah. I I would I be know. surprised if the Texans hire anybody other than Brian Flores. Because Nick Casario yeah. wants a Belichick guy, so yeah, yeah. Even though that's been there's a long track record of Bill Belichick assistants not doing well as head coaches. Yeah, when will they learn? Which is funny because Flores was actually doing a good job. He was like the one that was doing good, and the the yeah. Dolphins were like panic before he turns bad. <laughs> yeah, fuck. <laughs> um, I just wonder what the fuck are the Texans are gonna do with Sean Watson. That's such a tough one. I don't. I mean, I think Flores was the one that wanted yeah, Watson in wanted, Miami, so well, yeah, that's probably that's not going to happen now. That's what makes that situation interesting because it'd be like, oh, he kind of wanted Watson. It's like he could go to the Texans, and it's like he's going to get there, and then they're going to trade him away like as yeah. soon as he gets there. That would be the most. <laughs> I don't think Texans thing. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think uh, Sean Watson's playing a Texans form. It, it'd be a lot like um, when Anthony Lynn signed with the the. Right, or with the Lions, and then yeah. the Lions immediately traded Matt Stafford, and he was like, "Wait, hang on, <laughs> this is the whole reason I came here." So, it, um, I see. I just don't know where he could go at this point. Like, there are definitely teams that I think would, you know, take him on, but a lot of teams like have their guy now. Yeah, it's like, where is he gonna fit in? Well, there's, there's a rumor going into last year that it was going to be the Jets, and then that's not going to happen. And then it was the Dolphins, except the Dolphins look like they're going to stick with Tua now. The so, one that interests knows? me maybe is the Seahawks. If they decide maybe, to part with Wilson. Yeah, maybe yeah. the Seahawks, maybe the Giants. I mean, the Giants have a plenty of weapons. They just need a quarterback that isn't Daniel Jones. I'm just thinking of, like, the media shitstorm that's going to be Deshaun Watson in New York. Oh god. Oh my god. Horrible. It'll be, I mean, uh, I would I would have said the Bears maybe before they uh drafted Fields. Justin yeah. Fields. Um yeah, I just don't know who would even fucking go for him. There's people saying Cleveland, but Cleveland looks like they're putting their faith in Baker Mayfield again for another year probably. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, Pittsburgh? Oh no. Oh, so I mean Oh no, passing the torch. 
<laughs> yeah. There's a rumor that they they're gonna have an open competition between uh, Dwayne Haskins and and Mason Rudolph. And God, that's, I can't tell you how badly a, I want 17 games of Mason Rudolph. I I want to see just I want to see the practices of those two just uh, fucking throwing bombs to the defense. Steven would have a meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> like. <sighs> He, I, I, I'm imagining the Steven meltdown after it's like starting oh, quarterback no. Mason Rudolph. And he's like, <laughs> no, I, mean, I think in an ideal world, the Steelers get Kenny Pickett, but maybe, but I, I just don't know when. what's, I, I, don't know I think what that's going to be the tough part do. though, about filling that job, the Texans job is not knowing what that situation's going to yeah. end up playing out as. All I know is that I'm excited for the NFL draft. And oh, I'm yeah. very curious on what's going to happen. The Lions are going to try and say fuck it and go for a quarterback second overall. Like, I think the Bears and Vikings jobs are pretty enticing because there's good foundations there. Yeah. But that, like, looking around, I mean, does anybody really want that Jacksonville job even though Lawrence is there? Well, I think Lawrence well, is, yeah, like, the main they're... drawing point to that. Right. Well, yeah. are you talking, wait, are you talking about like head coaches and shit. Head coaching, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they got the offensive coordinator for uh the Buccaneers. And who would want that Giants job at this point? What's that what's the offensive coordinator for the uh, uh Byron Leftwich. Leftwich, yeah. That would yeah. make sense for him to go to the for the yeah. Jag. Yeah, I missed him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I mean I yeah. I still think the enemy could end up in Chicago. Uh, but maybe. maybe. I don't know. I mean they might not be. They might not be done though. I still wonder what they're going to do with Pete Carroll in Seattle. Like, are uh, they going to move on at back. this point? He's coming back a year. He's coming yeah. back one more year. The rumors say that they're both coming back because if you look at the games where Wilson didn't have the fingy injury, they were they were like they were like an above average team. Yeah, they were. Decent. They they were tanked by that mid season slide where Wilson was hurt and they let Geno cook. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, honestly, they should have let Gino cook more. Absolutely, I agree. Well, now he got a DUI, so oh. Oh. maybe he cooked okay. a bit too let much. Let Gino cook. Don't let Gino drive. <laughs> so, I, I like oh well. Um, yeah, should we get into the uh, divisional round? Yeah, I don't care. Well, I think you waited long enough. Sure. Yeah. How many Starting score? with uh, the Bengals retaking their early Saturday afternoon playoff game slot. It's Bengals at. The number one seeded Tennessee Titans. Give me the Bengals again. How the fuck did the Titans get into the? How did they get the number one seed? I don't. Uh, they, other other teams didn't want it enough. They kind the of Titans are it, weird yeah. because the they beat it. they beat almost all the good teams, but they lost to all the bad teams. Yeah. So like they embarrassed the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. I think they beat the Bengals. They beat and then the they Rams. also yeah they beat the Rams. Oh, yeah, and then they also lost to the Jets and the Texans and almost lost to the Texans a second time. And also, they swept the Colts. So, like, they have all Very the tiebreakers. Um, honestly, though, I, I genuinely don't know how to pick this game because... I think it's going to depend on whether or not Derrick Henry plays. Absolutely. Well, he's going to. Well, he's, he's going to play. Well, he's playing. What he's I mean by go. play is, does he? is he going to be prime, prime healthy... Condition where he's gonna power the ball down the middle like he's done every single game he's played this year. The thing is, I don't even think they need to lean on Derrick Henry in this game because their running game has been good even since he's been hurt. 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because the entire better. the entire offensive line and the offense is built around him. So yeah. if you just put somebody in there, they're gonna be okay because that's what the offense is built to do. Yeah, yeah. Dontrell Hilliard and Dante Foreman did pretty respectable jobs back there. Yeah, and they had oh. AP for a couple weeks. But the <laughs> the thing for me is how much are they going to involve AJ Brown and Julio Jones? Zero. Oh. I was going to say Julio. Well, AJ Brown's been like a centerpiece of the offense. Well, yeah. Except Jones for is kind of just yeah, not yeah. really. Julio's, he's gotten healthier. Um, it's It uh, took him till the final seven minutes of the regular season to score a touchdown. Yeah. But, Tannehill has just not thrown it very much. Well, it's, he's been hurt all season. That's, that's the true. problem. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he got, he got hurt like week one and has been fighting that injury the whole time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder if Tannehill is the right guy there, though. I, I don't. I, y'all have sleep on Tannehill. He's played pretty fucking well. He's played. He's had some average. good games, and he's also had some, some bad ones. The thing with Tannehill is like he's like I feel like Ryan Tannehill is the new Andy Dalton. I feel no, because like he's, he's won a playoff game. Oh, that's fair. But like <laughs> uh, you know, like the Andy, like the Dalton line. You know, if you're below the Dalton line, you're a bad quarterback, and if you're above uh, the or. If you're below the Tannehill line, you're a bad quarterback, and if you're above the Tannehill line, you're a good quarterback. Yeah, but I would I would say Tan I think Tannehill's a good player, so I think he's a better yeah. quarterback than people give him credit for. Yeah, th- this one is honestly, I think this is gonna be the toughest game of the week to pick. Yeah, and I'm going to go with the Titans simply because they're at home. For no other reason, because they're at home. Yeah, I'm. I think I'm but, gonna go with the Titans. I think the Bengals are a fun team, but the Titans' defense has been good. You got Derrick Henry, who's coming off of like three weeks of rest, so he's gonna be fresh. And the whole team's coming off a bye. I, I think it's still a winnable it. game for the Bengals, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm manifesting a Bengals win. So give me the Bengals. Uh, yeah, we're split. Bungles. Bungus. Uh, bongles. Are we still locking since there's only four games or yet? No. Uh, eh. We should. Yeah, we can double up on locks though. So because there's okay. very oh, few around. So. <laughs> One conference. Alright. 49ers travel up to the frozen tundra of Green Bay for the Saturday night game against Aaron Rodgers Packers, the other number one seed. Uh, fuck Aaron. it, I'm going to lock the 49ers. Why yeah, not? let's fucking go. I'm taking the 49ers as well. They, The Packers have... won in the regular season, but Aaron Rodgers has never beaten the 49ers in the playoffs. I have yeah. a lot of faith in that 49ers run game. I mean, oh, yeah. I... Samuel just fucking ripping through defenses. It's It should be interesting. Picking the Niners worked for me once this weekend on the on the road, or once this playoffs. I'm going to do it again, and it would be a very fitting way for the Aaron Rodgers era to end in Green Bay mm-hmm. to lose at home in the playoffs as the number one seed. Hell yeah. And I'm de- I'm here for it if it happens. Sign me up. the fuck I, up for that. I can't. We can't all pick the 49ers. <laughs> I got to pick the Packers solely because yeah. if we all pick the 49ers, they're going to lose. <laughs> Yeah, Derek picking or Derek Garrett. Wow, the where the hell did you get that from? I'm thinking about Derek Carr. Sorry, still on my mind. <laughs> Can't stop thinking about Derek yeah. Carr. Yeah, he's thinking about the female version of Derek Carr. 
Damn right I am. <laughs> Danielle Carr. <laughs> Danielle Carr. Um, Sunday afternoon, the Los Angeles Rams travel to Tampa Bay, or sorry, Tampa Bay, to take on Brady's Buccaneers. This is a huge game. This is. is going to be interesting. Because I feel like either one of these teams could march their way to the I, Super Bowl. I, I, I tell you what, Mark, the whoever wins this game is going to move on to the NFC Championship. <laughs> really? Well, <laughs> teams that beat Tom Brady in the regular season usually do not do very well against him in the playoffs that same year. I'm gonna Give lock, me the Buccaneers. I'm going to lock the Rams. Here's why. Uh, Back to those injuries uh, earlier because they're down some more people. And as we said earlier, you got Aaron Donald, you got Jalen Ramsey, you got Vaughn Miller. There's so many defensive pieces that they have healthy uh-huh. that they could use. And I think they'll get them twice, locking the Rams. I mean, I think the Rams could very well win that game. And even though the Buccaneers yeah, but, have yeah. the injury if stuff. If Tom Brady wins, I won't be surprised. But it's, it's Brady at home in the playoffs. Like, that is about as tall of a task as there could be for an NFL team in a game. Like, I like it, it would not shock me for the, if the Rams win this game. But I think the Bucs are going to find a way. Give me the Rams. Man, I really don't want to pick the Buccaneers, but I feel like I have more faith in them than the Rams. Yeah, that that's the other thing. Stafford has looked really, really good at times. And then there's been some games the... where it's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. He also has the fuck it uh, OBJ down there somewhere. Do I, re- do I want a faith pick again? Because it went really poorly for me last week. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. I mean. That's because you did it with the Cowboys. Okay, yeah, that's now true. Yeah, well. you know, fuck it. Give me the Rams. Let's go. Well, I'm in the minority for this one. I'm manifesting a Rams Bengals Super Bowl. And finally, I'd be down for that. Sunday night, the Bills travel to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs once more. I am, uh, I am walking the, the fucking Bills. Oh dear God! It really depends on what Bills team we see. If we see Brian Dable yeah. play with his head up his ass for the umpteenth time this year, or we let Josh Allen play like a fucking crack addict who's good at football. He's gonna, I Josh thought he Allen, play with his ass, and I got Josh really Allen's going to listen to Young Boy before the game. Yeah. And he, he needs Bills to are going to win. Yeah. Yeah, it's so weird because both teams in the second half of the season have been awfully hot. Yeah. So yeah. it's hard to pick between I mean, these two. If if Ugh. the Bills played the way they did against the Patriots, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. Honestly, that is as good really of an offensive team as any well, when they play like that. And this is the game of this conference where I think if who of these two teams probably is going to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, Titans Bengals is a good game, but. They have to go against either the Chiefs or the Bills, who are the two hottest teams right now. So I don't know, because if it's a Bengals-Chiefs rematch, I could see the Bengals winning again. Yes, but I don't know. We'll get there if it happens, but but I, I, I'm i going to pick the Chiefs. I just I, I hope I'm wrong, but I won't. It's one that I'm not going to be surprised if it happens. This, so. this is just basically a coin flip, so I'm just going to coin flip. Oh, my God. Why are you coin flipping on your team? Let's fuck it. Oh, looks like I'm I mean, against the Patriots. Fuck it. All right. All right. Wow, I did not expect that at all. 
If if they play like they did in New England against or against New England with a team that they've already beaten this season, beat by a, almost twenty points, like, like that is a, like a good outlook. It's a different Chiefs team than what the Bills played. I think that's di- I think that's a different Bills team too, though. Like the Bills yeah. started off good, but they had that really rough stretch in the middle of the year, and they've been <laughs> the on it not since. Start off good. <laughs> well, well, not in week one, that's for sure. <laughs> well, uh, after that, but they've yeah. but they've been on another level since the first Patriots game. Yeah. They have not lost since then. Yeah. And they're they're doing great in every area that you need to. And again, they've already beaten the Chiefs, even though the Chiefs have improved. That, yeah. I I think they're going to get it done. Yeah. Um, I don't like double locking with Dewey, so I'm going to lock the Titans. Because um, fuck it. And right. that is our divisional round preview. Any closing thoughts, you guys? Testing uh, uh, Bengals Rams Super Bowl. Man, I need to uh, run to the grocery store to buy uh, more McCorkle and cheese packs. I'm manifesting the Bills in 49ers Super Bowl. Good thing you picked the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, I'm just, you know, reverse psychology, whatever. Oh, true. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. So, uh, on that note, that's, that's been oof sides, I guess. Boof, boof sides. Um. Speaking and of smoking, boof sides. Yeah. <laughs> this has been uh, the boys on oof sides. Get ready for some playoff football, baby. We'll see you next time. Ah. Fire Michael.